Alex Ferrara is an NYC-based actress, singer, and model, as well as a YouTube host and the co-creator of the wellness and beauty podcast Obsessed with the Best. Most recently, she was featured in commercials and print ads for Hulu, Somersault, and Amazon, has appeared in a fashion segment on the Today Show, worked as a fit model for Zach Posen, and played the lead in the short film Second Date. She's also hosted and produced a video interview segment for Playbill.com exploring the experience of New York City trans artists, and creative directed the photography exhibit Time's Up, the series, an evening of photography to benefit the Time's Up Legal Defense Fund at Town Stages. She's a graduate of the Hart School with a BFA in musical theater and can be seen performing frequently around NYC with the award-winning cabaret series Joe Iconis and Family at venues like Lincoln Center and 54 Below. She's extremely passionate about clean beauty, women's health, and where art meets social justice. It really is just my favorite part of the podcast more and, and more. And that's so funny because Alan was like, I want Tina to say one, two, three, and you say four, five, six. And so we do it like a slightly different way. Oh. This is very, I know, very interesting. <laughs> I... I- <laughs> and you were like, is that supposed to help us sync up the audio? He's like, no, I just no, I just like I just it. like it. <laughs> yeah. I like that. This is for me. This is the, the Alan cut. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to Dress for the Podcast You Want. I've been throwing my arms up in the air when introducing the podcast. Yeah, I wish you guys could see it. <laughs> it's really adorable. Someone, uh, I was just doing another event and somebody in the chat section told me that I have a podcast voice. Oh. And I was like. And you were like, you have no idea. Don't tell me that. <laughs> You God, can't needs. compliment. It's the right, exactly. You can't compliment me at this point in my life. <laughs> it goes straight to my big old noggin. Big old, big old noggin. Inflated. <laughs> so that's where I am tonight. Where are you, Megan? Uh, oh, God, where am I? Just uh, jittery, you know, jittery. Oh. <laughs> it's a busy, busy week, busy tomorrow of teaching. So it's that night before teaching thing, which I don't think will ever go away. I've been trying really hard to take weekends off, and that has not worked for you, huh? No, it's not because it's not possible. I'm just gonna pat you on the head now. There's a lot of visual. <laughs> you're elements gonna say here. you should try that, Meg, and I'll be like, okay. No, no, no. I know yeah. better than that. And we're here. I'm David. This who are you? Uh, I'm still Megan. Sorry, I don't want to introduce he, you. I want I you to didn't introduce yourself. Off yet for about six minutes. <laughs> and our guest tonight is Alex Ferrara. Yay! Hi guys, thanks for having me. Oh, thank An- another you. Fellow golden voice for the microphone. Oh my gosh. Well, thanks. All right, <laughs> everyone, everyone get your podcast voice ready and we're going to have a we're going to have a podcast off. I want everyone to introduce yourself in your best <laughs> what, what podcast. What is it counting? Voice. No, no, no more counting. We're done counting. The counting time is over. Now is the introduction time. Are you ready? I'll go first. Okay. Hi. It's me, oh, David. You're doing like NPR stuff. Well, that's the podcast I chose. Your turn. How do you say? Hi, everyone. My name is Megan. Oh, I do, I'm doing the David podcast because <laughs> <laughs> my hands are up in the air. <laughs> they really were. That was a good impression. Um, what about you, Alex? How would you introduce yourself? Um, and I am Alex Ferrara. Ooh. That was literally that was literally like my voiceover audition coming. Yes, out, my voiceover like, side. It's like resonance, <laughs> and then and then also soothing. I get it. Yes. Yeah. Resonant yet soothing. That's the goal. Put it on your website. That's a good quote. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and just put just attribute it to just Megan and don't right. give, don't offer any further explanation. <laughs> All right, let's get down to it. Brass tax time. Yeah. Alex. Yes. Do you consider yourself a successful person? I do. <gasps> but I'm gonna tell you that I think that I listened to a few of your episodes and I think that your question about the definition of success is such a good one and so fascinating because I think it 
is a completely different answer depending on who you ask. And I think it also changes through time. I would say, you know, because I also have friends, I have friends in the corporate world who never really had kind of like a creative artistic passion and they were kind of following the money and that was their only definition of success mm. was was money. And, um, and then I feel like a lot for artists, we have this other extreme where I went to theater school and it was very much you will be a starving artist. If you move to New York, you're going to be broke and like, good luck. And that's how it's going to be. And there's 500 of you who's going to do it for free if you ask for more money. Like, it's just so... There's a real expectation of that. That gets ingrained in us. Yeah. Yes, it gets really, really ingrained. So I feel like at the beginning of my early 20s, my goal of success was, okay, to perform in New York City, to work in any capacity in New York City. And I did a lot of that. Or, and to just like feed my soul as an artist as you want to do at 22, you know, <laughs> like just to really. And then in recent years, it, I came to a point, okay, I've done a lot of things to kind of feed myself creatively. Like, let's also make some money. I gotta That's feed my belly here. part too. The belly yeah. need food. Yeah. So I I feel like the dream is to just sustain yourself and thrive and make money off doing something that you really, really love to do. And I think that's an ever-changing process. I think that's always going to be changing and people are always going to be striving for that and growing. But I think that's my definition and also just having good friends and family around you. I can already tell we're going to tackle some of the big (laughs) philosophical ones that are in my head tonight. (laughs) But the first thing I want to say is I'm really glad that your answer went that way because there was a moment there. If if you listen back, maybe we can play it back. Maybe Alan can play it back. Where I wasn't sure if you were going to go. I listened to a few other episodes and I think that's a really stupid question. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. (laughs) like... It really teetered I have notes for me. on your question. I think this is a bad podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad you liked it. Um, and so I guess let's start with professional sure. success. And that's a great, not com- not comparison, but parallel to like the artistic world, the corporate world, feeding your soul, mm-hmm. feeding your body, feeding your brain. And so like what, it seems really tempered that you were able to come to the city and go, I just want to work, right? Did you have a loftier goal then? Or do you have a loftier goal now? Or like, what's oh, sure. the sort of like apex I for you? definitely have loftier goals now and I mean at the beginning just performing and I I went to school for musical theater I went to the heart school and I thought that that is what I wanted to do I almost went to the heart school you did you almost in Connecticut yes it's in a big field right yes (laughs) I toured there that was a cool school yeah and I loved it it's a music conservatory and I thought that's what I wanted to do for so long and I have very very narrow narrow blinders on and then I kind of expanded. I started getting into some modeling, some print work, and then from there, some behind the scenes work of work as a makeup artist and as a producer. And I think that once I kind of expanded my horizons, I was much, much happier. But I think when you're young, there's so much you don't know. And I definitely had that starving artist mindset of like, okay, I'm going to be broke and just any performing job is going to be great because there's so many of me. And especially as a woman, especially as a woman, there's so many actresses. I'm just disposable. Mm. I have had to spend years, years on learning that. And I'm very grateful for the school that I went to, but I am not grateful for the things that they drilled into our heads. The, uh, you know, I was told like, oh, you come from probably the biggest pool of types of actresses, like uh, average height, white women with brown hair. So I was like, 
Cool, 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 cool. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Same. Mm-hmm. So then kind of expanding my horizons a little bit. And then I started working more on camera, which I really, really love. Um, but yeah, I think that the definition of success for creative people, wow, is that a complicated question? Because it's one of the only professions where you can be doing something so cool, right? Like so cool. There was a night where I literally performed at Lincoln Center. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, is that, that's like super cool. I think I was paid like a $50 stipend, you Mm. know? Mm -hmm. And that's not why I did it. And that's not why any of us gets into this at all. But it's, so it's really tricky to, to explain. I mean, that's always the angel thing of like explaining what we do to people outside of the business. It's like, yeah, but do you make any money? But it's like, no, I, I I made a Metro card for this, but it was really cool, you know? So it's hard. It's hard. So I think it's, it's always being read. I think we always have to keep redefining. It's especially hard to, if you ever introduced yourself as a podcaster to a person who didn't know you. Yeah. It's so bizarre. It's, it's so hard. People who don't know what podcasts are really don't know what podcasts are. No, they really, really don't. I still get questions now. Where can I watch it? You know, (laughs) like it's the, what channel is your podcast on? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Or can I call in, you know, (laughs) confusing it with like a, I don't know what, like a radio radio show. show. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. There's like hardcore podcast fans, but then if you don't know what it is, you, you don't know. And, And then there are those that like listen to podcasts all the time. And then when you say you have one, they're like, well, yeah, yeah everybody's got, yeah, podcast. my mom has a podcast. <laughs> my mom has a podcast would be a great podcast. <laughs> totally. I mean, when we started our podcast, I was super intimidated. I was like, oh my God, Every- that's how I felt. I was like, everyone has a podcast. How are we even going to right. do this? But then I swung back around to, well, does that mean I shouldn't have one just because other, you know, no, yeah. right. it's ridiculous. So, right. Right. <laughs> I think there's, um, there's in, I guess as an artist or a creative person, there's always, um, running up against what the, the culture that you're walking into and is being placed on your shoulders. So I think there's a lot more, I mean, because of what we do, we hold up a mirror to people, right? We hold yeah. up a mirror to society and we're constantly holding up the mirror to ourselves and meaning well, that we have to, it's, it's like, what doesn't work? What isn't healthy? Um, and, and what could, would, what could be sustaining me longer? And it feels like right. to, to an earlier point, like, I don't know any collegiate educational experience that prepared creatives for the real world. No. Like that's all you hear from creatives coming out of college is like, maybe I had a business of acting class for half a semester. Or, yeah. or like, my, and I was about to graduate, so they were throwing this antiquated stuff at me. And, some of my professors yeah. advised me to get my headshots done in black and white, and I was like, yeah. "It's not 1970 anymore." Yeah, Jeffrey, it's so bad. It's so bad. I think about this all the time because, it, sure, we learn these wonderful things that I really cherish: mask work, Shakespeare, tons of dance, all all these things that are very valuable and that were incredible and. Mm-hmm beautiful and wonderful, but 
for God's sake, can there be some some attention on like you are a brand? Do you know how to build a website? Do yeah. you know how anything about what your taxes will be like? Do you understand that your day to day is going to be a grind of performing and putting yourself out there, and that that the treat is going to be the job? That's 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 the fun thing. But yeah, that's that's the irregular uh, part. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But the day to day is constantly finding new ways to put yourself out there. Also, this is what a self-tape is. Like just there's so many things that you just have to learn on the fly. Yeah, for sure. One thing one thing I do appreciate just this year alone, and there's there's a lot to be said about the negatives of Zoom theater and Zoom acting and stuff like that. What I do appreciate is that it Zoom has made actors more than ever um, brave about using their frame how they want. So there's whether they know it or not consciously, they're they're thinking like filmmakers, yeah. and they're not doing like the stuck <laughs> mugshot standing in front of the camera just speaking thing they're using their frame how however they want and breaking up the visual that's very true that is very true and that is definitely a silver lining i was also thinking another silver lining is i so tina and i started our podcast obsessed with the best it was called alex and tina's favorite things but we actually started it as an instagram live show just for fun like purely just for fun because we missed each other and we were having weekly check-ins over Instagram Live during quarantine, developed a little following, like, hey, do you want to do it next week? And then we were like, sure, we'll do it once a week. But I am so theater trained. And then, you know, in doing commercials, sure, there's a little improv, but I have not had a lot of experience before before this year just kind of speaking off the cuff or not memorizing mm-hmm. a script or anything. And I remember our first few Instagram Live shows, I was so nervous. It was Instagram Live. Like at the, at the beginning, like no one was really watching. I, I was like sweating. I was like, oh my God, this is live. I don't have, I have a few notes, but I don't have, you know, and a few months cut to a few months later, it's like it was like nothing. And it was like, this is better than any improv class I ever could have taken. It cost me nothing. It was mm-hmm. such a skill that I don't think that I would have ever learned before COVID. I mean, not to mention, I feel like another silver lining is, and I know we don't all love this, but we have all gotten more tech savvy. I yep. mean, do I enjoy editing? you know a million audition tapes all day and futzing with different mic settings and no I never wanted to really deal with that stuff but I am forced to learn and so I know I'm coming out better for it yeah just so actors are walking out of this being pseudo um having pseudo degrees in like marketing and and being engineers all at the same time <laughs> yeah, for yeah. Sure. just just to do what we do just exactly just to have that zoom callback or send in that one tape it's mm-hmm. it, there is a whole people have no idea what goes no into idea. it it's <laughs> no hard yeah when do you give up when do you give up when do you give up when you can't remember why you're doing it Ooh, what a good answer what do you mean um when it's not the thing that gets you out of bed in the morning yeah. mm. you know archie's usually what gets me out of bed in the morning yeah we do have a little gremlin of a bulldog that gets us up so that that's uh. another reason <laughs> Alex, what gets you out of bed in the morning? I I really just love to make things. As sometimes as grueling as this year has been and as much as I need to get out of my apartment and I want to go to the beach and I want to just say see ya and like go to Mexico for a week, 
I really, at the end of the day, just love to make things, whether I am, I am like in front of the camera on the stage or behind the scenes, whatever that is, that's truly, truly what gets me out of bed. That's super cool. Beside professional, right? We talk about uh, your relationship with the other people in your life, friends, yeah. family, loved ones. How How is your success in that vein right now? Um, I feel super lucky. So I'm married. I've been married for a little bit over a year. Um, Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you to my husband, Vinny, who I love very much. Um, we literally had our honeymoon and then COVID hit. <laughs> <laughs> lucky, lucky you lucky you yeah ours was supposed to be last may so like a couple a couple months into COVID already Can you no. believe do you remember when yeah. it was march and we were like i don't know maybe we'll do still we be cancel? able to go i think we'll be okay right we'll just hang on to the plane tickets just in case <laughs> you guys i'm so sorry where'd you go give us yours Let oh us my god yours. Yeah. we did just just a classic all-inclusive resort in Mexico called the Excellence. Highly recommend where I I did not want any so I feel like there's two types of vacations exploring, sightseeing, and like I need to lay down at the beach for <laughs> a week. Or and that's what that was. I was at the spa cool. every single day. It was like yoga, steam rooms, beach time. It was very much that. Like a Deep, deep relaxation. Did not leave the resort. My biggest problem was, okay, which restaurant at the resort are we having dinner at? Like, it was that type of thing. Like, it was as much a brain break as, <laughs> as it was anything else. It was amazing. Oh, that's So lovely. things are going well with Vinny is what I'm hearing. Things are going great. Um, and, yeah, I... I definitely went through a little bit of a hard time when COVID hit because I felt so lucky to have this incredible New York City community that I've built for the past 10 years that I love so much. And then one by one, people are just moving out of the city that have been yeah. my constants. And some of, of my friends since I was 18 from college or my friends since 2010 when I moved here and they're like my family. And there's a lot of people that have left and there was no goodbyes really because you know yeah. so that was that was definitely definitely a rough a rough patch but you know uh, now I've kind of swung back around to like everyone's okay like sure my friend here is in Canada Alaska Massachusetts wherever they are but they're okay you know so mm -hmm. we just have to see what happens. But no, I, I love my friends. And I feel like that's the thing I'm most grateful for, for actually going to the hard school. It was not my faculty. It was the people that I met were pretty amazing. What about Tina? Tell us some hot goss about your podcast co-host. Because there's always hot, there's always hot goss about your podcast co-host. Like, as he's glaring at me, you've Jesus. always got a relationship with your Something podcast co-host. Oh God, what are we gearing <laughs> up for? You agree, Megan? Isn't there all, isn't there always an interesting dynamic with your podcast co-host? What is happening? Right now? <laughs> Tina and I definitely have a funny relationship where we just tell each other everything like we Aww. get straight to it but 
from day one. So like how we met was our mutual friend invited us both to a spin class that neither of us wanted to go to because we don't like spinning. (laughs) And she didn't show up because her train was whatever. And I had a very, in a very ill-planned day, I had just come from getting a Brazilian right to the Mm. spin class. And I sit down and we were, I was like, are you Tina? I was like, oh, I was like, she was like, hi. I was like, hi, Tina. Nice to meet you. But like, honestly, I just had a Brazilian and I don't want to be here. <laughs> and she's like, oh my God, soulmates. <laughs> I love telling people when you don't want to be at a place that you kind of have. I tell my therapist all the time when I don't want to be in therapy. And I just wonder what that is like on their side of like. And he's like, cool. okay. No. <laughs> hilarious oh god yeah so we immediately bonded and then about a year later we were roommates during very tumultuous my god they were roommates we were roommates during very tumultuous years in washington heights um with a lot of other roommates too that's where we are wait really yeah oh my gosh we were on 172nd and fort washington yeah i wonder if we live in your apartment we can only divulge that information because we're not gonna live here by the time this podcast goes out but that's exactly where we are that is so funny i lived there for seven years just missed you i guess wow that is so funny and then i lived on 191st for a year um and now i'm in midtown but that is so funny i was a washington heights gal for a long time but yeah tina and i had a bunch of other roommates at the time very tumultuous years she had moved in because she had just had a breakup during Mm. the course of living with her i had a breakup it was like (sighs) that time in our lives we were just like both just kind kind of broke just like those intense 20s years where everything is a disaster and that's the time we lived together so we Mm. got to know each other really really quick (laughs) yeah those are like the i call it like the 20s are like puberty for adulthood oh god Um, especially in the city yes absolutely and we need them they're great in hindsight but man you could not pay me to do those years again no 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 i feel i would do them again i just had that conversation with my therapist too yeah about i would do them again you you would if i could do any people talk about that all the time people go like if you could start your life over as a baby and know what you know now would you do it again and a bunch of people jump to like no never i never want to go through those years again and i'm like those years would be so different if you knew what you know now if you knew as a 30 something year old what your 20s were gonna be like you could you could yeah but then like what happens when you encounter every person that you had a thing with especially a heartbreak with so it's like you're just gonna go through it well it's and dread not it no right time? no it's not you're not you're not trapped in your own body like get out <laughs> you can make other decisions you wouldn't meet those people again or you would and you would meet them differently you have to understand right now <laughs> i don't have to understand anything because i don't understand i see both points i See both points because I, I mean, because I think, oh my God, what an incredible person I would be if I just knew all the things I knew now and I could redo everything. But at the same time, I don't, it just, I don't think it would if be as If you fun. were able to redo high school, knowing what you know now and knowing how little high school matters and how little everyone's opinion of you in high school mattered, you cannot tell me you wouldn't go back to high school and be like, hey, what's up? I'm the boss now. Like, I think I'd be there and be like, why the fuck am I here? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly you would. And that would make you so appealing. 
I think I could redo college, but I could not go back to high school. I went to a Catholic all-girl mm. school. Yes. Yeah. So you'd stand up Bless and be you. like, why don't the boys got to wear skirts? Yeah. This no, sucks. There were no there, – yeah, but there were no there were no boys. Oh. There were nuns. There was the whole shebang. There was church every morning. There were plaid skirts. There was a red blazer with shoulder pads that we had to wear to church over the skirt. I mean, it, it was it, – I, I could never go back again. But, oh. but college, I see the point with college. I would love to go back to college and be like, hey, faculty, never going to see you again. Also, you have no idea. <laughs> idea what's happening in new york city so <laughs> also that you're collecting dust right right so i'm gonna take everything you say with the grain of salt and i'm just gonna do my thing over here like that's yeah. I, I wish i could do that for sure but love the viewpoints crazy about viewpoints yeah. please keep teaching me that <laughs> love the stuff can we keep doing these viewpoint exercises in my black <laughs> leotard with my sweatpants over it <laughs> oh yeah that's my comfort zone <laughs> What about personal? What about what about your relationship? How's how's Alex's relation with Alex? How's Alex's relationship with yeah. I missed some words there. How's Alex's relationship <laughs> yeah. with Alex? Your relations. Um with myself. Yeah. I mean, that's another process. I too am in therapy once a week and God, I love it. Yeah. Um, I feel like my biggest thing is I can be such a perfectionist to the point where it used to just stop me from even trying things that I thought I might not be good at because I couldn't even mm. deal with the process of of that uncomfortable spot of not mm-hmm. getting it or not knowing. And I've come so far, leaps and bounds. Like if you would have told me I'd be like doing, like having a podcast or editing YouTube videos. Like I used to have this fear of technology just because it was not my thing. Like super, super fear. Alex's um, hands yep. are up. Megan's hands yeah. are in the air. Yep, yep. It's it's the dread. It's the dread of, oh ooh, I know I'm going to get mad in about zero point six seconds yes. if I do this. And it's the dread of the anger. Did you get mad, Alex? Service. Oh yeah. Especially oh. in technology. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's- can. Because I get mad when something is just supposed to work and it doesn't. <gasps> like nothing will make me more mad than a printer. Oh my god! You found your soulmate. Oh my god! Oh my god! You guys should start a podcast. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, yeah. someone who gets me. Except someone you couldn't start a podcast me. because you'd have, you Megan would have to. God, I'm gonna start crying. Not do the technology <laughs> side. Yeah, but you is. could do it, Alex. Wait, except Vinny was helping you with tech earlier. Yeah, too, right? he was helping me with tech earlier. I mean, because. I can do it, but I don't fully trust myself all the time. So I, it's really helpful to be like, hey, do you see this too? Like, am I, I, I see I'm recording, but do you also see it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's to save like what could be a bad time. Right. You know, like if it could save me from like swearing at this piece of technology for the next, you know, 45 minutes exactly. and like not being able to calm down for a bit. Why don't you just come over here and make You've sure that this is the right button? You have learned. Megan has learned. <sighs> To use Celtics during the during the big shush, Megan Celtics. has learned learned to use whatever Celtics, Celtics, yeah. fucking script screenwriting technology. Megan has learned to use Final Cut Pro uh, on don't, a very basic don't level. Very tell basic. Me. Final Cut Pro. Final Cut Pro. Megan. Meanwhile, if you put iMovie in front of me, I'm like, I don't know what to do. Oh, yeah. I'm over here using Audacity, and, yeah. she, and Alex has fucking Adobe Audition because Alex is a pro, and I got my poopy ass free ass Audacity crashing over here. <laughs> <laughs> we're all we're all doing our best we're all yeah i want to talk more about alex okay put, put the three of us together a whole project will be oh, made exactly That's true. exactly it takes a village um yeah so i feel like that is the thing i'm constantly challenging myself to do is just kind of like 
jump over that hurdle and just keep jumping into things. And if I want to try something, just try it and not worry about if it sucks or if it's terrible, like I'll be fine, which I do. I practice that. It's just always, I have to kind of jump over the hurdle of anxiety in my brain to get there. But that's the thing I'm constantly kind of pushing myself to do. Um, Well, I don't know that we got to it uh, earlier. What's your, what's your apex right now? Like what's like, what's the the big I've made it sort of goal for you right now? Yeah, I honestly just more of what I'm already doing. So I do a lot of web commercials, which is great. Love it. I would love to do more on TV. Like I would love to keep that going. I would love to keep acting. I love acting, working on camera. Um, I love my podcast. I just want to keep growing that. Um, and I also love doing print work. And so I want to keep doing that too. So it's truly, I'm, I'm doing everything I want to do. And now post pandemic, I want to be like, all right, like, well, let's do more. Like, let's keep it just more of everything I'm um, already doing. Why don't you go be on the blacklist and then tell James Spader to call me? <laughs> and then, James Spader, if you're out there, just give me a little ringling. He likes James Spader. I like James Spader. He's, he's great. I understand. Oh, great. <laughs> or Megan Boone, but I can't talk about Megan Boone right now. <laughs> it's, it's all right. There's another Megan in his life. Exactly. Yeah, go ahead. Talk about her. It's fine. Megan yeah. Boone's great. She's no Megan Greener, but she is Megan Boone. But she is <laughs> Megan Boone, and that's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we're nearly at the end of our time. So what we're going to do is I'm going to say a bunch of the closing stuff and then we'll get you to share with us your advice for success on how people can be successful like you. Great. All right. Sounds so good. I'm going to say thanks everyone for listening to Dress for the Podcast You Want. My name is David. And I am Megan. This has been a podcast about success. You can find out more about us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all that successful fun stuff. I'm going to give a big thanks to Background Joys and Dimly Wit, our two networks that give us so much love and support. You can find out more about our podcast as well as others like Learn a Little and Smut and Sensibility. And I'm just going to float all around my microphone and see how that affects Do the Do it. I dare you. On backgroundjoys.com. Speaking of Dimly Wit, Alex has a podcast on Dimly Wit as well yes, that she, that she mentioned. And tell us about your podcast, Alex. Yes, my podcast is with my co-host Tina Scariano. It is called Obsessed with the Best. Tina and I have worked as models, actresses, producers, makeup artists, the whole shebang. And through all of our career experience, all of our different jobs, we kind of take all the recs and the tips and tricks that we learn and we report back to the podcast with literally only the best of the best, the things that we are obsessed with. Awesome. I yeah. love that. We're kind of, I kind of think of us as sibling podcasts. I don't know if you feel that way, but. We're on the same network, so it's kind of like yeah. we got the same podcast, Dad. <laughs> we we definitely do. So um, <laughs> I didn't mention a need to mention our Patreon, patreon.com slash backgroundjoys, uh, where you can support a bunch of great, lovely podcast and podcast people like Megan. Pat, 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 Megan's leg. Me specifically? They, you can, you they can support. There's a Megan button on the Patreon. Great. Push I, it. I will go on and I will push it. <laughs> Push, the Push it to button. the limit. Um, with all that said, Alex, what's your advice? How can people be successful? Don't think that anyone who is, who is successful has not jumped through a hurdle of crippling anxiety because most people have. And I would say if you want to make something, anything, if you want to write a paper, a novel, a, make a draw a, paint, a picture, paint a painting, make a 
video project, just start somewhere. Just send one email, write down one list, call one friend, just start with one step and don't let just the complete overwhelm of what it will take to create your idea stop you from starting at all. That's excellent. Yeah. That's so good. Yep. I got to start writing these. We're going to make a book. I'm going to write down a book. I'm going <laughs> to a coffee back. table book. That's good <laughs> yeah. advice. I said that, but what would you call it? Uh, do all do all these do all these things that's yeah yeah i like that yeah. all right well since we did our podcast voice intros we gotta do our podcast voice outros so i'm gonna say uh, <clears throat> okay, hold on hold on everybody get ready take a second get ready <laughs> <laughs> as he takes a sip big sip thanks everybody this is a podcast and i hope you have a good night do some good sleep <laughs> <laughs> Okay, good night, everybody, and I'm done. I'm done recording. Bye. <laughs> See you later. This is Alex. <laughs> this is your ASMR experience. It was ASMR, but it might have been Halloween-themed ASMR because it was see you later, as in like... It was very spooky. I'm gonna... I will see you later. <laughs> Hosted on dimlywit.com.